ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into another edition of hey, the Apple uh, Podcast. I'm not going to interrupt, but remind me when we get a second. Uh, Sam and I, we have a mutual boss when it comes to baseball, and he's got a bone to pick with Sam. You want to air that out now? I guess before we start. Yeah. Do you want this on air? Like, am I? Well, we're why we're not on air. I, yeah, I mean, we sort of kind of are, but I, oh, I yeah. do some editing magic if you don't well, there. Uh, he listens to the show, and I guess he put on, I don't know which exactly show it was, but he put on a show the other day while he was doing a little cleaning around the house, and the first thing he heard is Sam say that, well, first of all, the topic was, and I'm not sure we've ever really got to the answer to this, but the topic was why coaches, baseball coaches, have to wear baseball pants. And well, he, I've been up front and honest with him about this. Yeah, and he wants Sam to understand that it's a legion rule that he does not like wearing them either. Well, when the other coaches are also wearing shorts, uh, I <laughs> that think would be he the can fatal also flaw. wear shorts. All right, well, I'll give him a rebuttal. That's fine. Well, actually, you just did. He listens. Yeah, I, I, I'll keep this on. That, I, that wasn't as spicy as he made it sound like it was going to be. No, well, I wasn't. Yeah, okay. Oh, I just, you made it sound like it was going to be super dramatic. Yeah. Well, I was going to... Oh, did I? I'm sorry. Yeah. I was really... Yeah. And I wanted to go easy on you two because you, ha- you, unlike, you two, unlike me, have not cleansed yourself yet of Minnesota sports. So I- I'm going to go easy on you. Okay, well, it's... Well, on another to topic, uh, Pineda must be off the weight loss pills because he looks very fat in the Tigers uniform. I don't know if it's the gray, but... um, <laughs> He's on the Tigers? I did not know he was... I knew... Actually, I did... I only... I found out he was on the Tigers about oh, an hour and a half all, ago when I saw... Oh, yeah, there... Line. Oh, my God. That... He is... Wit- yeah, maybe it's not quite as slimming. You're right, Sam, but that is... That's him. Yeah, maybe, well, Dad, you would know, Does is gray a bad color for... Fat people? Looking fat, yeah. I think all colors are bad for fat people, but that's just me. I mean, but he's he's rather large. Yeah, right. Like the guy got in trouble for the fat pills, and he probably had to stop taking them, and it shows. He's the only guy that could possibly be sweating on a night like tonight in Minnesota. Because I had seventeen more layers on, and I still am freezing. Uh not to mention, is Detroit where all old Twins players go to die? Is that is that the new? <laughs> I'm kind of happy about it because if Robbie Grossman wasn't playing right field, we would have lost last night. I, well, I, you know, I, you're right. He sucks. But that was sort of a shot. I mean, I don't know if he. It was 108 off the bat and they gave him a hit. But still, it, you yeah, that, that. it wasn't an, an easy play, but no. it was a play that someone probably should have made. Yeah, no, I, I would not. Uh, I would he's, not. I mean, he's still just. He's one guy though that plays the game in a way where he can just do it forever. He's never been a good fielder, and people know that. He has zero power, and people know that. He's batting. I just pulled it up because I was curious. Batting two eighty nine, his slugging is three eleven. Well, big it's Mike. Possible to big Mike is not doing very well. Yeah, his weight is higher than his slugging average. Uh, or slugging percentage, but no. Well, but he's got an on base of four hundred. Like he's still just Robbie Grossman. Big Mike just gave up a ding dong. Another one? To, yeah. Uh, to Jeffries or Jeffers or I don't even care what his name so is. So I guess what we found is the key to struggling twins hitting is yeah. Michael Pineda. Right. Wasn't Detroit in first place? Was that my imagination? Like, no, we are. Oh, that was like a week and a half ago. Oh. Early in the season, though, they were. And then they lost a bunch of games in a row. Yeah. Uh, uh, last. So ironically, and then we'll, we'll start. I literally saw the highlights from last night. I, I had, I think I had just gotten home from practice where we worked on rundowns <laughs> and apparently major league teams don't. I, here's what I, and we'll get here's while we're just talking about, it. I don't have any clue what Sano was doing. He, he, he ran himself off the bases twice and it worked, but let's just skip him for a second. What was the catcher doing? The guy he's throw he is was gonna throw to the third baseman. The guy was standing on third. That wouldn't have even been the guy to get out anyways. No. no. Wow, what a cluster that there was. There was one guy on that whole field that did the right thing and it, it was Larnack. Right. <laughs> it was right. And, and I mean anybody. 
Grossman probably should have made the play in right. Once he eventually got the ball into the infield, he threw it to the I wrong cutoff man. The cutoff guy probably should have never thrown it in the first place. And when he did throw it, he absolutely spiked it. Did you see that part? It was the yeah. worst throw from a cutoff man I've ever seen. And then Sano. Sano just keeps running. But he stopped in for a second knowing the guy. He must have just not the, realized he was on. there was a guy in second because he saw the throw right. go home and took off running thinking, oh, I'm going to take second, which is dumb because he must have just not known the guy was on second. And then Urshela should have never gotten off second because what, what's the worst thing that happens? They get one of you out standing on second base and we have second and third. Well, and the worst part about it all is there's base coaches for a reason and ours weren't doing anything. They were just standing there. No, well, we they, know they, 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 they had no are. communication. We know how bad they are. And then on top of all of that, Sano starts to go back. Did you see that? I know that's that's what that's what I'm trying to say. He's screwed up about a hundred different times. Well, you can, and then and then the ball goes into left field, and then he just keeps running. It, well, and then yeah, that's the thing. That he started running a third to make to get out. His run literally means absolutely nothing. Once Urshel crosses home plate, we win the game. What was he doing running the third? I, I, none I, of it. I know. None of it, top to bottom. Made There's any, a reason why so, when someone hits a a double or something, there's a runner on third, and that runner on third is the winning run. The guy doesn't go to second for a double. He stays at <laughs> he first. He just stands on first. I know. And, of course, we we only got lucky in the first place. We don't bunt the guys. I, I, whatever. I, I don't can't even talk well, about Well, he tried to bunt and then pulled it back. It was a strike. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sort of tried to bump it. Well, I don't, right. I don't. In that situation with no outs, I don't hate. Well, can I start the show? Or yeah. actually, you know, we're already so into the Twins. I'll get to the show in a second. We'll just we're not going to spend more than this amount on the Twins anyway, so we might as well get them out of the way. I I don't hate Kepler not bunting there only because with no outs, you would like to try and get the lead the what would eventually be the leading run on base. Okay. Uh, or no, wait. No, we were down a run. Urshela. Are you talking we about Kepler down. or Urshela? We were down a run. It was I, first right. and second, zero outs. We were down a run. Okay, yeah, and I was talking. I thought you were talking about Urshela and not bunting. You're talking about Kepler not bunting with guys on first and second. Okay, in that yeah. case, I agree. Yeah, but we don't. You I mean, why we just don't? Urshela do not bunting. Excuse me, Larnack over to second. My my mistake. Yeah, I. First, I is that not the saddest? It, it, it brings me back to the good old days where. The AL Center was simultaneously the worst and most competitive division in baseball. I think we're back to that. We're just back to the good times. Well, we won oh, uh, four straight like, on our four-game winning streak. We had four straight wins. The other AL Central teams had 16 straight losses. <laughs> and it's more or less the same. The White Sox finally won one last night. But besides that, Cleveland's <laughs> lost five in a row. Detroit three. Kansas City's lost a couple. It's... It's the good old days, back when none of the teams <laughs> in the Central were more than like 500, but it was close every year. It's insane. Well, it's insane. Yeah, I mean the White Sox have the best team, but they're all out hurt. So they're all out hurt, and they're man. I think the man. I think the Tony Larusa is catching. Yeah, we're the only is. team. We're the only division in baseball that doesn't have a team with more than with 10 or more wins. Mean, meanwhile, the NL West, which is San Fran, LA, San Diego, Colorado, has four. We I mean, don't even the, have one. I don't mean to be mean, but the Twins team is so bad, and they're yeah, they're, not, they're, they're, in they're first place. probably a, as well, and especially the way they're playing right now, and some of these guys are hitting. They are a 500 team. That's exactly what they are. I mean, Sano's two for like 40, big deal, and one of them we debated. He could have probably been out. Kepler's awful. I know he probably hit a home run today oh, and yesterday or whatever, he but he's terrible. Him. He's hit two home runs today? Yeah. Okay, so now oh, he's hitting two, like... Two yesterday, one today, right? Or was it two today? Yeah. Two today. He's got two today. Okay, and one yesterday. He's probably still only batting 180. I uh, know. Uh, because he's played not that much, he's actually batting 240. Oh, congratulations. And his slugging's like 390, because the, the only time he gets a hit, it's a home run half He's so that, well, that part's true. He's so bad. Anyways. Blanco's the guy that I didn't realize how poorly he was hitting. And I think it's because he's only got 10 hits, but it feels like every hit he has has come in a big spot. Like, let me put it this way. He's only got 11 hits. He's got eight RBI as a guy who bats first or second, which, like, I'd rather that than a guy that bats 300 and, and never gets and never in an important scenario. But that's, you know, maybe beside the point. Right. Correa's only bad. Only the Twins can screw up Carlos Correa. Only the Twins. Yeah. Oh, and they have. 
he came out and said, you know, the whole, oh, I, I want to stay here long term. Oh, my blah, blah, God. And I was like, well, of course, now you're saying that because you suck and no one else wants you. Yeah, he'll, it, it, he's not staying here long term. But we have, we officially now have three people batting over, over 300, which is not bad. Well, Buxton was hitting 302, then just got out, so he might be under again. Oh, he was 317 coming into the day. I, I think have, someone, that's as of before the game, to be fair. I think someone just got uh, picked off, too. Yeah, Buxton's at 295 now. Okay, well, either way, I, he can, his OPS is still probably 1150 or whatever, so. But Urshela's batting right around 300. I, I said they got to figure. I by the way, I wouldn't. Luis Arias maybe wasn't the guy I would have taught to play first base. I would have probably maybe Urshela, but Urshela's so good at third, it's like. Well, that's the thing about Correa. Correa's shortstop has been unreal, and yeah, Polanco yeah. would have had five airs by now. So. Right. That part's yeah. true. Yeah, Correa is one of those guys. I mean, among all the other things he does right and leadership and all of that, like the defense is worth the fielding. For Polanco, it was never, and it was never worth the fielding. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I was looking at the stats as of like close of business yesterday. Let's, let's say not, not during the game. So maybe we're back down to maybe only one or two guys, but it's a weird team. It's just, it makes no sense. They have this like journeyman and two problems. Now Joe Ryan was always going to be big time. He looks legit. I'm going to knock on wood because I'm sure he'll now throw out his arm in this game, but, um, more than it's this weird like journeyman bullpen full of guys that have like way past their peak and kind of hurt and then ryan who's a high heralded prospect and then this i don't even know where they found ober i don't even know if he's supposed to be good like it doesn't make any sense and then every guy that was supposed to be good in the bullpen sucks and every guy you've never heard of is good and it just that the team and Buxton's playing out of his mind, but Correa sucks. And Urshela, who is a salary dump, is batting basically 300 and is, you know. Right. Well, the guy, yeah, the, the guy they got by accident. Right. Is is the third best fielder on the team, but the guys ahead of him are gold glovers. So it's like, what is, what's that all about? Uh, it, it doesn't, it, the team makes absolutely, absolutely no sense. Gary Sanchez is only play has like only has like 30 at bats because he got eight RBI. I mean he's not like lighting the world on fire, but like I I can't I, I can, the, the team makes no sense. It's just I don't know how else to say uh, it. They're, they're gonna go down. They're gonna the ship's gonna sink with Sano, I guess. But I I just they're if they're really worried about him being big poppy, they're idiots. Dylan Bundy. I don't even I Dylan Bundy is the major league leader in ERA. The major yeah. league leader. This Joe do, Smith guy, I, I that's a made up name. Joe Smith do we, do has we not still, let up a single run this this season. Do we he still just have what? Yeah, he, he did gave the other, up. He blew the game for us. Joe Smith? Yeah, in the Buxton home run, he blew it for us. When? Like two games ago. But yeah, but before that, are that you was, sure it was Joe Smith? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm looking at his stats right now, and it says zero runs. Oh, it was probably yeah. an inherited run. That's why. Oh, he must have came in, in the middle. Of yeah, the I think it wasn't his He runner. has zero earned runs against. Yeah, it must have not. It wasn't his run, I guess. Okay. Okay. Which, which either I way, think is, either I way, think is happy, but yeah. Either way, be... he's allowed one run all season, and he pitches like every other game. I mean, I, I the game, the team makes no sense. The team makes no sense. No, it's uh. Yeah, they make no sense, is right. And uh, it's a long year, though. No, it's a, it's a totally long year. But they're 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 nine and eight, leading the division, and they did have a rough. I Finchie's mean, at the game. Who is? Finchie. Yeah, I, I saw I, that. Inchy or Finchie? Finchie. Finchie. I hope he's Finchie. not taking uh, notes of Baldelli's use of challenges for his team, but <laughs> he's, I mean, his he, challenges have been. No, they've been all right, right actually. He might want to try to figure out how to hold a lead before he goes out I don't, public yeah, I, again. I, I find that I find it hard to believe that what they're doing out there is what he tells them to do. It's kind of how I would put it. We'll get to them in it. We'll get to them shortly, though. I will I say one he, thing. I though. don't think he's playing with a full. Uh, I don't want to say full deck because the talents there. I, uh, full, I like, had whatever the I, analogy for stupidness is. I did keep my word. I watched two minutes of NBA basketball the other night. <laughs> 
I found out that Brooklyn was about to lose, and I turned the game on. Hold on. Pause on the NBA playoffs because i got to let people know how they can tell people to listen. Oh, yeah. Uh, so thank you, everybody, for tuning in. If you want to tell friends how to listen to what's about to be some riveting playoff basketball breakdowns, I'm sure, and also that uh, pretty quick analysis, and I think quite detailed in a short amount of time, of your, or not your, that's fine too, Minnesota Twins, here's what you're going to tell them to do. Go to anchor.fm slash apples-2-apples, or you can download Anchor on your phone. And once you're there, search us up. Uh, but once you're on our page on Anchor, if that's where you go, you have links to all your favorite streaming services, or you can listen right there. Those streaming services are Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can also just find us on all of those services, whether it's on your computer, on your tablet, on your phone. Once you're there, make sure you favorite, you like, you subscribe, you do whatever you do. That way, every week when we publish our show, it's there ready to listen on all of your favorite ways to listen to podcasts. You can also catch us on the Pod MN app. That is us and tons of other Minnesota-based content. Uh, not just sports. There's also news. There's probably food situations there. It's probably whatever you want. But that is a phone-only app, so check us out. The App Store, Google Play Store, etc., etc. Um, and last but certainly not least, we are a proud, proud member of the WFNU 94.1 FM Frogtown Community Radio family we come to you live every Saturday morning at 7 a.m. Central, kicking off your Saturday Sports Spectacular. We also stream live on WFNU.org, and you can catch us on WFNU's brand-new app. Just search for WFNU in the App Store. You'll find the little frog record logo, and once you're there, you'll have us and all of the other awesome shows that are way better than ours on WFNU ready to go. We also close out your night 1 a.m. Sunday morning, closing out your Saturday, heading into Sunday morning. That's Central Time. Uh, modify, do the math accordingly. Following us on Saturdays is the bedrock of WFNU, the absolute rock star. That is Connor and Connor's quarter. Dad, you they let you tag along. I'm not sure why. Uh, what did you guys talk about this week? Um, well, we had another live show, but we did talk a lot about uh, Kurt Cousins. And um, I know. I, curious. I know. Wait, I got even worse news for you, or good news for Connor. Connor loves Kurt Cousins. And I just got breaking news. And I don't like to do, what do they call that? Um, be, not behind baseball. What's that term used? Like Inside baseball? Inside baseball talk. But as we speak, and I don't like to multitask, but it came across my phone. My new phone, by the way, which I, impossible to work. But that's a, we're not going to get into that. Uh Pot, uh, uh, proposed dates and time for the Kurt Cousins Zoom interview next Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> Apparently, this man will be on Connor's show. Stay tuned. <laughs> Little teaser. I, uh, Hot off the presses. I won't be a part of it because I can't do anything in the that's, afternoon. Oh, okay. Thank it's probably God. for the best. It's for the best because I don't like how that would go. I don't uh, think you interviewing I don't trust myself is good for anybody there. No, I because I I've had enough of him. Now, yeah, but he doesn't need to know that if he's getting interviewed no. by Connor. I don't want him to under, know that I literally the only time I ever turn red zone on is when his sorry ass comes across it, and the, uh, so I have to turn the channel because that's how much I can't watch them. <laughs> he ruins my red zone. <laughs> so yeah so connor's corner big exciting things yeah happen. keep those thoughts to yourself <laughs> yeah i don't think it'd be good i hope he doesn't come on our show anytime soon i if he I ever don't. decides to listen and do some research i don't think that'll be a problem well if he does research to connor's show there might be a problem too but because um, <laughs> i don't think i've ever prepared for him to be on the show so i did did someone yeah uh, he got a new band in? Uh, we talked about his new van. Cool. Yeah. Just I, okay, I understand not wanting to get rid of the old van if, if it's his thing. But why double down and get another one? It's his thing. I don't wow. like it's just his thing. He's our yeah. Okay. Well, big draft tomorrow. That's tomorrow already? <clears throat> yeah, tomorrow night. I thought it was Friday. When does since when does it start on Thursdays? Is that always happen? Always they the first round on Thursday. Then I think the next. Why well, did I think it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday? But whatever. It's that. It's that too. Well, well I, I think yeah, I assumed it was. I assumed that was the case. I don't think it's Sunday, but huh. I think it's round one. Then it's round two and three, and then it's the rest of it. 
So we'll get to them. Uh, yeah. We'll get. To, we'll have to do some draft coverage, I suppose, on this show. Well, I how, how could we not? Do you really want to talk about the Timberwolves? And I could. We'll do that, but. Also, I to not talk about the Timberwolves longer, because I don't know if even I can put myself through it. Uh, Joe Ryan's short sleeve turtleneck, I love, by the way. It's out yeah. of control. I yeah, don't know you where want to get some of those for the boys. Yeah. I don't know where he came up with it, but it's it's uh it's pretty phenomenal. Uh you know what they call him? They actually call it a dicky. I'm not being funny. It's like okay. a mock that mock turtleneck. Well, no, that's different. It's the with the short sleeves. It's called a dicky. Yeah, but it's not a mock turtleneck. It's like actually well, not a mock, with Joe with short sleeves. It's called a dicky. Okay, I believe you. I, I'm not going to Google that because I'm scared it'll come up, but I believe you. Okay, I'll take your word for it. So apparently, are you done with Connor's corner, and we'll have to all listen into Kirk? Oh Huff? yeah, my bad. Okay, so apparently, going back to the Twins, but perhaps as a nice segue into the NBA playoffs as a whole, uh, Nick Gordon tried to steal a base. I saw that he was out. He was called safe, then called out after review, and apparently a fan. And it was caught on camera because there's not uh, any pro- people protester. There. No, no protester. There's obviously not many people there because it's the twins and it's April and it's cold, as you attested to earlier. Oh, my God. Uh, screamed and it was picked up on camera. We got the Memphis refs out here. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, can I t- before we get into that, can I tell you something that happened in the game today? Please. Your game. Yes. Tell the listeners what kind of game you're talking about. Baseball game. Uh, the, uh, the team we're playing has a uh, dose. What's ri- what's Spanish for river? Rios. Dos, dos, yeah. dos Rios is the name of the team we played. That's what they're going by now. That's what the uniform said. Okay. Dos Rios. The uniform to, said Dos Rios. Uh, I believe that. Yeah. Either the shirt did something said Dos Rios. I, I'm beyond confused regardless they have they have a batter and the scoreboard was wrong the entire game it's just a cluster guys got three strike two strike or two balls two strikes run on first ball three comes the kid the kid flips his bat and runs to first he thinks he walks so the kid on first just trots down to second and we let him so we're like the two umps are like what's going on it's only the three balls so we're like, yeah, we have three balls, too. So they make the kid go back, and they make the kid at second go back. And I'm like, that is 100% incorrect. He stole the base. So then the kids, the kid who Sam, you coached, he was the older bogey kid, goes, why do I have to go back? <laughs> I stole. And they got together for like an hour and then came to the conclusion yeah, you're right. He doesn't need to go back. We were dumb enough to let him go down there. <laughs> so then, of course, like we're all I, I, right away. I said, no, nope, that he should not have to go back. And then, of course, we go question the umpire, which we shouldn't have because they were 100 percent right. So then the kid, what do you think the kid did? I'm going to give you guys a choice. Runs the third. No, no. That kid stayed at second. The batter. Does he strike out? Walk or get a hit? The fall, you mean after all after, this? All now, now it's 3 2. Yeah. I want to just, just what does your gut tell you? Something strike tells up. me. You, Who said strike so, up? Sam. That was okay, Sam. what do you say, Drew? I, I'm not sure I followed all the facts, so I'm going to ask a quick clarifying yeah, question. Yeah, go ahead. That's fine. This That's fair. Hypothetically, did not go in your favor, the guy getting to second base, right? Yeah, right. He was allowed to stay, which. 100% right. was the you right got call. You said they're right, and then the rest of your coaching staff proceeded to go and argue, you said. Well, I wouldn't say the rest of them. Arg- discuss. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, the staff proceeded to discuss. I- I'm going to go with it was a very obvious strike that was called a ball, and he walked. He struck out. <laughs> now, the guy, the runner was still on second, but I'm like, wow, what a brilliant move, by the way, if you actually set that play up, because it was so confusing. And then the umps even got confused, like, oh, no. And the ump was like, well, I don't think I actually put my hand up for time. I'm like, well, why would you do that when it's a walk? You know, of yeah. course, it was just really fun. It was the two umps were about 95 each. But uh, that, very that, remi- that reminds me of like. Really interesting. I that happened. Wait, so hold on. I'm I was back. multitasking a bit. It it was 
the third ball you said, and they just the guy started going to second as the, if it was the, the bat. The batter thought it was ball four too. So the batter, no, the runner on first stood there. The batter. Well, so I've the I've experienced the opposite, where the guy on first just kind of assumed I thought it was ball four, and I don't remember if it was close or just they got the count wrong, and they just kind of started sauntering down to second, and no one really did anything, because right? no one really knew, and then the batter just then the batter starts going to first because then he's like, oh, he's going to second. And, and the the batting team, the, they're, I mean, the fielding team, nobody moved. They're like, oh, okay, I guess it's ball four. And then the ump goes, where are you going? And the kid's like, I guess it's ball four. And the ump's like, no, that was ball three. And then at that point, the guy's already on second base and everyone's losing their mind. And to your point, if they planned it, incredible. But it, there's no way they did. The guy just counted wrong or whatever and just walked down there and no one thought anything of it. So maybe they should work that into their plans. Maybe you should work it into well, your Well, that's plans. like the Twins game. Uh, Kepler ground it should have been into a double play, but the he the guy in second made a bad throw to first, and then the next pitch, Ursula just grounded into a double play to make it even. <laughs> it only seems fair. Yeah, Dad, I think you guys should work that into your uh, into your plays. Dad, I think you're on mute. Or unless you intentionally are on mute for some reason. I don't even know if he knows where the mute button is, so this may be a problem. He might be out for the show. <laughs> can I unmute him? No. You can you can purposely mute people, but I guess you can't unmute people. He'll come back and, like, they ordered pizza and it showed up or something, I bet. Knowing was him. I on mute? Yes. How the heck was I on mute? I had a feeling. Sam was worried you weren't going to be able to get off. I was I, hoping. I wasn't. I was able to get I off. Was, looking desperately to find out how to do it so anyways um yeah so the, the runner on first thought it was a walk so he just slowly walked down and we let him and we instead of you know and everyone's like it's only ball three it was brilliant but anyways i i see so what is your final conclusion there do you think it was planned no because i i the, the talk to the runner after that was on first he goes yeah i thought it was ball I didn't think it was ball four either, but the kid came running down and the ump really didn't say anything. So <laughs> I just went down to second, just trotted down. That like, is so what? good. I know. Every time we play at this school, and Sam can, you can both attest to this, but in particular the last couple of years, there's always a cluster. It's always something else. Something something always goes wrong. Yeah. So, okay. anywho. So, All right, let's move on. I guess we, I mean, Give me your your two minutes. Uh, how was your net last? Your probably, I guess, final two minutes of playoff basketball that you watched. Uh, I was just pure joy. I I think um, what I don't understand is I guess they're so busy bitching about Ben Simmons and and Kyrie Irving that they they really neglect the fact that Kyrie Irving. And Kevin Durant have absolutely refused to play defense at any point. Just from my highlights that I've well, watched. Or offense, really. Or yeah. really off. You're right. But at least they tried to play offense. They play no defense and they get away with it. It's amazing. It's, um, that would yeah, be my did Harden. So it's like all kind of the, the Harden's same. Harden's horrible. I'm just curious what Steve Nash's purpose is as a head coach for them. Because he actually does not do anything i texted my friends and i actually was like i can't believe that brooklyn went through all that trouble to put that roster together deal with those idiots and they looked at each other like yeah steve nash that's, that's the right why coach. you just you guys answered your own question they didn't want what, to go they thought steve nash was going to be able to control those two guys no the opposite those two guys knew nash wouldn't say a word and they didn't want to coach yeah, well, I, actually, I guess according to Kyrie, you, it doesn't seem like he believes they're there to help run the team, which when he said that, I was like, uh, you're not doing a very good job of it, dude. No, you, you actually answered your own question. Uh, yeah, they didn't want to coach. I, yeah. That went really well for them. I don't know what else. Uh, what else no, to say? I, well, first of all, those two guys, there's a reason they've never – those two guys, Brooklyn will never, ever, ever, ever win a title with those two guys. It's First of all, Irving uh, is too selfish to play for an entire season anyways. So they're insane if they give him a dime, by the way. But um, 
Well, and Irving could pass out at any moment. He's fasting for Ramadan. The dude's on oh, yeah, no then there's that, water yeah. or anything. So, yeah, and Ben Dad, Simmons, are you kidding me? I have another question me? for you. Yeah, oh, ahead. sorry. If you're going to talk Ben Simmons, I'm all in. Go ahead. I mean, first of all, there was no doubt he was never going to play. I don't know why they even thought that he might play. So sad he didn't. I really wanted to watch him. What's Out of curiosity alone. Yeah, what's he going to do? Do you know that his nerves are now the cause of his back problems? Yeah, That's I saw that. I well, how about <laughs> we got guys like Alex Smith who probably almost got – who almost got their leg take decapitated, and he's playing two years later. We got Tiger Woods. I mean, probably helped with steroids. Yeah, Tiger Woods. Uh, he's <laughs> twice the age as Ben Simmons yeah. and comes back. Tiger Woods time. used to take steroids. He doesn't anymore, and that's the problem. Yeah, well, he might have probably used a couple to get back here, but uh, yeah, but uh, um, sure. And yeah, so yeah, Ben Simmons goes and plays basketball, wakes up with a little back soreness. I'm sure every basketball player in a play basketball games wakes up with some back soreness the day after. Right. Yeah, you're six foot eight. Like your back's gonna be sore. People, it's, human beings aren't meant to be that big. Like, yeah, of course your back's gonna be a little sore. Ty, yeah, yeah. I, this was a tweet I saw. Sam, I was trying to find it. Tiger Woods, because this guy totally agrees with you. Tiger Woods broke both of his legs, got in a car crash, and nearly had one amputated. Right. Still came back before Ben Simmons. Yeah. I know. I don't. I. 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 I and he's suing. He's suing to get the money back. He hasn't played in two years. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know I, how. I, I, don't, I, don't I don't know. Honestly, how. it's one of those things that like I almost don't even know what to say about it anymore. Which is kind of why I was like, I just want him to get on the court at this point because I want something new to talk about with him. I wanted him to go out there. I didn't care if he was the second coming of Magic or the worst player in the league. I just needed something new to, to talk about with him. I'm, I'm so over this charade. I don't know if he ever even plays for them. I I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. I honestly don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting, but yeah, I I what a joke. So I do have a question for you, Dad. Yep. Do you find it personally upsetting that your Atlanta Hawks are out of the playoffs before the Minnesota Timberwolves? Uh no, because I didn't think they're good. I just know their coach is better than ours. Yeah, I. I'm not maybe. really. I'm not. I think he's a better than our coach. It doesn't matter. We don't have. I. I mean. It, I have. I. I don't want to make it as simplistic uh, as this, but if you're a Minnesota team, you just. You, it is your job. To suck people in and disappoint them. It's that simple. It doesn't matter. I mean, the Wild have had the greatest season in the history of the seasons. They're going to be bounced in the first round of the playoffs and not even get home ice advantage, which we've talked about as a ridiculous system, but that is what it is. But the, only they would be the team that would, like, actually be, be disadvantaged by that. Yeah, that no, I agree with that, for the too. Most part. It sucks for St. Louis, too. It's the, literally the two hottest teams, no, maybe besides actually, Buffalo, but they're not going to do anything. And, and actually, it sucks for Colorado, too. Yeah, because they, they have to play one of us. Right. Yeah. No, I, I'm not just, I agree with you on that part. But, but right. we're the only ones that would be yeah, stuck involved. in dealing with that, basically. Uh, true. No, 100% valid. You're right. We're the fifth and sixth best teams in the league, and we're playing each other in the first round. Think about and that. Then, and then we're going to play and what? The, play first the first or second? Yeah, the second. Right. I think the Panthers are ahead, but either way. Yeah. The well, the second, top, we're the top three in our conference. Have to play in some combination in, in the two in the first two rounds. The top three in the conference should not be this ridiculous. Yeah. And so let me. I guess actually, just for the sake, just for the sake of it, for reference, in the NBA, that would be as if. The following two teams had to play each other uh, in the first round. That would be as if, well, I guess, I mean, conferences doesn't really work. As if Dallas, one, two, three, four, five, as if Dallas and Boston had to play each other in the first round. Or, or better yet, honestly, because they're in the same conference and it's this would be the sixth and seventh best teams in the league. If Boston and Milwaukee had to play each other in the first round, that's the equivalent. Think right, about so how I'm, ridiculous that would be. 
I'm going to lead you into the Timberwolves talk because you guys watched the game. I have not watched one second of the Timberwolves all year. But I want to I want to start by this. This is what I mean. Like, Minnesota, what they do is they suck you. Like, if the Timberwolves just got swept, yeah. that, whatever. But they sucked everybody in. Not everybody. Not me. I will not allow it. They suck everyone in. Yeah. And they are flat out a better team than Memphis, and they're going home. And Memphis was the second best team. Right. And there's no the question they're better. They've they've dominated the entire series and the blew 26. Outside of game two, when they got blown out. I'm going to add to your point, and then I'll let you finish. Besides game no, two. No, I'm, so I'm, I'm just saying, then you guys can In games it. one, three, four, and five, they have led at the conclusion of every single quarter. Yeah, it's Except re- the four. Can't they just lose, be decent, and just lose? I mean, come on. 26-point leads, 13-point leads, fourth. It's, and again, it is so typical Minnesota. Our soccer team did it to us. The Twins do it to us if they ever – well, they're never going to do it to us again because they won't be in the playoffs. Well, the and I, to be fair about the Twins, have they ever really sucked you in? Well, they, they oh, haven't oh, won a playoff game in, yeah, since yeah. 2000. Yeah, I, yeah, I know, but yeah, they the, made the, the Timberwolves the showed up for the first time in 20 years. I forget. I don't even count the Jimmy Butler years. Those were a joke. No one. But they showed no up one. in game one and won on the road. That yeah. Like, the Twins would never do that. No one's ever sucking me in again, so that I'm yeah. fine. And we understand that. It will not so, happen. Go ahead. I, 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 mean, I, don't, I don't even know how you two can I talk actually think, this. no, but you're spot on in the sense of, like, it's the seventh seed against the two seed. You already had a really amazing win and an awesome moment in the play-in. You're playing the second-best team in the league. You basically have a roster with no playoff experience. I, again, I don't count those Jimmy Butler years. We never had a chance. The team was not in a good place. It doesn't count. The team, except for Patrick Beverly, is all 26 and under. And you're, I, I, we'll get the cat versus D'Lo versus Anth in a minute, but the guy that you would need to rely on to create and make his own shot at the end is 20 years old. Literally can't drink alcohol legally. So you lose in four, you lose in five, you look at it and say, you know what, learning experience for a growing team. It's Finch's first full season. It's Finch's first season in the playoffs as a head coach. Team learning. They know what they need to do with the roster for next year. But the fact that they go out in game one and they win, they win game. They should have won game home after blowing two 20-point leads. They actually win game four. And then they have an 11-point lead going into the, the fourth quarter of game five. The series should be over. Yeah, no, if, exactly. If they had any, any ability to hold on to a lead. And this is where I don't think – I'm going to tell you why I don't really think it's Finch's fault. When they do what he tells them to do and Ant's shot is evidence of that, it works. And that's why for three quarters they win and it works. At the end, they get just brain dead. And I hate to admit that those guys on TNT are right, but they're just so – and it's it's Russell and, and Edwards specifically. They just freeze Towns out at the end, which maybe you should. Different discussion. I don't think you should when he's actually playing well. But either way, they just refuse to move the basketball. The shot selection's awful. The defensive decisions are awful. And there is no way that – that that Chris Finch is sitting there saying Cat should take one shot in the final six minutes of the game. No, I agree with that. There's no way he's telling D'Lo to wave everybody off and take some Dirk Nowitzki weird step back bank shot from 12 feet to try and take the lead. He's not telling them that. So I, I, I is Finch Phil Jackson? No. But I find it hard to put these blown losses on him when you watch what's happening in the fourth quarter compared to what you watch in quarters one through three. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, like you hit the nail on the head. Like Chris Finch, the only thing I blame him for is his horrible rotations that come in the second and third quarter. But even with those bad rotations where he has no scores on the floor, we are still winning by double digits in the fourth quarter. And then, like you said, there's no reason for him to tell the guys to run the offense the first three quarters and then just say, hey, D'Lo, go ISO and do a contested fadeaway off one leg in Desmond Bain's face. Like, he's not saying that. So, yeah, I and, completely and- agree. On the rotation thing, and I, I, I don't get them. But for whatever reasons, he, he seems to go to them at the right times. But my only issue is he feels like it feels like he sticks with them for a little long. He got that he had that we were talking texting about it. What who was it? It was McLaughlin. What was it? It was Russell McLaughlin Beasley. No, Russell wasn't even in. There was one. Maybe it was Ant then. Maybe it was McLaughlin Beasley Ant Prince and Nas Reed, right? 
Or uh, no, none of the three of them were in. So it must have been Beverly. Must have been the fifth instead of Ant. It had to be those five. So at one point it's McLaughlin, Beverly, um, I'm assuming Beasley, Prince. maybe McDaniel's Prince and Reed, and they somehow get an eight, keep, maintain whatever it was, an eight point lead. And at that point, I was like, "You've gone to this well long enough. You've gotten lucky. You put every star you have on your team back in right now, and you close this game out. You let them play. You get them in. I don't care if they're in foul trouble. You you take this game right now. Now." We still ended up with an 11-point lead at the end of the fourth quarter, regardless, and we still blew it. So it may not have mattered. But I felt like, in general, those rotations just stick a little too long. He's also so hesitant to call a timeout, which I, I just still don't get, but whatever. I don't either. He knows he needs them for the end in his slight defense, because they're idiots. So, But then he didn't use one when D'Lo started waving everybody off. At that exact moment when they had a chance to run, and score quickly. When they didn't and they pulled it out, I would have personally called timeout and, and drawn something up because you, you knew something like that was going to happen. But I don't know. I, I don't know. What do you what do you, what do you really say? I mean, I, I mean, just, I, I I'm so sick of like thinking about it, talking about it. like, yes, we're we have this like podcast to talk about it, but I mean, what is there to say besides our I mean, you can't even really put the blame on Cat really in that last game oh, because he played, well. he played fantastic. And yeah, I mean, D'Lo and Ant tried taking it over one one on one, and when they were both ice cold, it's not even like they were had were dropping forty and had made four straight shots. It was a heat check. Like I would've been fine with that. No, they were cold, ice cold. And when you were cold as a team, you made one shot in seven minutes. Why don't you try to get it to the rim? And could draw a foul. Maybe the rest don't call it. We can blame the rest of them, but go to the rack. Makes absolutely and no sense. In that same like six-ish minute time period, and actually a little bit longer than that. I don't remember exactly, but just so I don't exaggerate, in a six to eight minute time period, they had one like one at the rim two-point shot attempt. And when you're cold, your exact point. Well, and it was Tari and Prince, right? Yeah, and he went and got and he got to the foul line. And I, I thought, listen, I was the I was the biggest Torian Prince hater all game, but his fourth quarter was actually okay. He he actually was a stable. He was the only guy that actually tried to get to the rim. Um, but I I just it's hard to say. Cat took one shot in the final six minutes, and it was a three pointer that pushed the lead to four. And Edwards was taking <laughs> stupid shots. Russell was taking stupid shots. I, I don't have the energy to complain about the refing, but it was obvious. So many calls. And and up until the third quarter, it was okay. Some suspect ones, but it was more or less even. The fourth quarter was absolutely ridiculous. We didn't shoot, we, we shot two free throws. They shot like 17. They called like 10 more fouls on us in the fourth quarter. It, it The fourth quarter refereeing was ridiculous, but I don't really have more energy to spend on it than that. The only other thing I want to say, and it's a, it's a slight... It's a slight I told you so, but it also doesn't really count because I only said it because you guys like um, you guys had already given given your thoughts at that point. But uh, the Jaden McDaniels minutes are very important. And if they want to win game six and if they want to win game seven and find a way to win this, he needs to stay on the court. And I'm pulling up a statistic and I'm seeing if I can find it quickly enough. But. Essentially, the on like the the on off splits for Jason Jaden McDaniels, the whole series, the Wolves are plus twelve point four points per hundred possessions when he plays. They are minus eighteen point one when he doesn't. That's an amazing difference for essentially your six man. And I said he was the key, and I don't want to be, but I haven't told you so. Well, when you continually get these leads and can't figure out how to hold them, you got to do something different. No, but I do no. think you're right. You sort of have to take a step back and be like, if they weren't so close, we'd be so happy with the season and how it's gone, and we got the play-in moment, we got a game at home that we won. And I still think we'll feel that way after because we weren't getting past Golden State. It just would have been nice to win a series you probably deserve to win. But hopefully this <coughs> – I hope two things come out of this. One – Towns, Edwards, and I think Edwards will, and and the rest of the 
younger players on the team, which is basically the whole team. But the rotation guys learn something from the series about playoff basketball. And two, I hope both Gupta, the rest of the front office, Finch, and D'Angelo Russell himself take a very long look in the mirror about Mr. Russell. Because he has been absolutely awful in the moments when you've needed him most. Yeah. Well, before we talk uh, NFL draft in the last five minutes, um, the Gophers have named their coaches for this weekend's spring game. It's not the gold, just their coaches. The gold team will be coached by Mr. Carter Coughlin and one Mr. Anton Winfield Jr. Against the Maroon team, Camille, Kamal Martin and Rashid Bateman. Spectacular coaching staffs. Yeah, yeah a lot nice. of talent. I saw a picture. There was five previous players. I don't know where the, what the fifth one's doing, but that's pretty yeah. weird. All right, so uh, 12th pick, I'm sure if this guy is like any other guy we've ever had here, he's going to trade back 17 times, and uh, <clears throat> which I would, am strongly against. Take the best 12th player. But I think I'd trade up. This is the well, one year, I, I and I'm I not normally a big trade-up guy. But this is the one year, like, if it, no one knows who's taking who this year very clearly. Go trade up and get your guy. My sources tell me that we will be taking that injured wide receiver from Alabama, which I'm fine be, with. Yeah. Wouldn't that be crazy if we took a wide receiver? I, it, it doesn't I think we are. Sense. Thielen's not exactly young, so it, it no, does Thielen's make sense. Gone. Right? $19 million next year? No. Thielen's gone, so that I, I don't have a problem with it but if there's a cornerback there who's a sure thing which maybe won't be at 12 we got to take it well that's now the whole thing now they're saying that the, now they're saying stingley's gonna go at like three well, which is and they, that, they that's that would drop to 12 they could never trade up that much anyways so. no no i mean yeah whether gardner or stingley goes at three they're, they're saying one of them will i mean i think we we take the other one. I mean, we have no, we have no cornerback besides Patrick Peterson, and he isn't even a cornerback anymore. He's no. just an old mentor. So, I mean, we need to take Gardner, Stingley, whatever one of them. If it's trading up three picks, it's trading up three picks. I mean, I don't. there's another cornerback, the guy from Washington. I Just get go get the good one. We, always, we are always left with the fifth-best cornerback or third-best cornerback, and they never turn out. Why not go get the best one? I think Stingley might be the one for us because – uh, we have the L, his former LSU defense coordinators, our D-back coach, I think. So and Peterson went to LSU. And Peterson went there, and yeah. so like, there's some connections to make it to make it fit. And I believe yeah, Daniel was, Hunter went there too. We just you're yeah. not going to say Justin Jefferson. We're just going to leave that one out. I was talking defense, but okay. Oh, fair yeah. enough. No, I I I'm totally in agreement, Sam. That's what I'm saying. I I think you trade up and go get him. If it's as unknown this year as they're saying it is, as far as who's going to take who, don't leave it to chance. Just go get them. Just well, go get the our, one. our GM did say some of the oh, stockpiling no. picks. He said uh, a lot of seventh round picks does nothing. So yeah, and, I actually did appreciate that. He was like, yeah, it's, he basically granted that there is value to like having more picks because you have a deep team you need to fill up. But he goes, not there's not enough seventh rounders that could be worth a first or something like that. Um, which I thought was actually quite refreshing. Because yeah. Spielman was just like, oh, here it is. I would push I would push that whatever chart anybody's using, there's no amount of seventh-round picks that will equal a fir- the value of a first. You could do that with a 1,000 seventh-round picks, and that's not going to equal the value because there's a specialness that comes with that first-rounder that isn't replaceable very I, easily. I hope he means that. I think he does, honestly. <laughs> That sounds like a weird thing to be that specific about when you might not mean it, but no, I'm not. Uh, just kidding. That was refreshing, and I think Spielman's well, weird. Well, we probably script. already have 15 seventh round picks, anyways. You probably can't possibly take another. I, yeah, I don't think we actually have as many as we normally do because we haven't traded any of them yet. Oh, no, uh, I thought Spielman just stockpiled them. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, I mean we have more than the the average person, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um. But I don't think we have, like, as many as we normally do. We have – no, we do, we only have one seventh-round pick, but we have three sixth-round picks. Okay. 
Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd trade, I'd trade three six rounders for one fourth rounder. I mean, yeah, yeah, someone no, would I take know. it. I don't know. I think, uh, I guess we'll recap it next week. I mean, so, I, I, we don't even know the this only guy, interesting, so. not the only interesting, but I think. I actually agree with you. I don't think a receiver is that out of the question. Thielen's getting older. It's He's a bit expensive at his age. I love K.J. Osborne. Don't get me wrong, but he will always be a third receiver. And if in two years he's the third receiver behind a guy like Williams when Thielen is, is gone, then that'd be great. The only interesting scenario is if Kyle Hamilton falls to 12. And safety's not exactly a need. Oh, they'll definitely. He doesn't, yeah. he doesn't play the position like it, it, no matter what he's not starting over Harrison Smith and that's the kind of safety position he's more meant for but the Packers and we have some influence from their coaches on our team right now did some stuff with three safeties I, do you take Hamilton if he falls to 12 and do you think well, the Vikings would maybe can I ask you another question we got we only have a minute left uh I just but- asked you a question you have to answer mine before you can ask another one I I mean I take anyone on defense at this point well, that's that's the, that's the thing. We could also trade back a few spots and take the defensive tackle from Georgia, who is probably the best run stopper in the draft, and then maybe get an early second rounder and use that in a corner. There's so many fat guys already, though. Okay, one quick thing. None of help them are me, good, though. Help me, understand, help me understand why the Packers or the Chiefs would trade for Debo Samuel, pay him all that money, when they could have just paid their players that they had that were actually better than no, so I have the same exact argument. Mm-hmm. One of my roommates and good friends, Daddy Man Shane, is a big Chiefs fan, and he's got big hopes that they're going to sign Debo. And I go, why would why? you trade Tyreek and not pay him the contract when you're just going to do the same thing to Debo? I, I have the same exact question for him. So makes you no have Because guess what? If Debo really doesn't want to be a running back and do all this extra stuff, He's just an ordinary, he's an he's a good receiver. Right. So I no one's better than Tyreek Hill and uh and Packer. Devontae guy. Adams. Yeah, there's there's not better than them. So why would they trade no, I, assets I, and pay these guys the same amount of money that they could have just paid the guys they had? As a wide no as a wide receiver, he is not better than them. What I agree. made him what made him great was everything Which else. Which he's not he willing to do anymore. And I can't wait. I cannot wait. Cannot wait. He's going to go to the Jets, and he is going to be so bad because he's not oh, going to get the, the yeah. ball because they're not going to be able to get him the ball, and he's just going to play receiver, and teams are going to quadruple cover him because I couldn't even pretend to name another receiver on the Jets team besides Why would Braxton, you go to the Berrios. Braxton Berrios. Yeah, that's yeah he's the only one, and he's like not even really a receiver. He's like a Why would you even think player. about going to the Jets? I, I, it's they can pay him all the money he wants, but it makes it, again, it makes no sense, but that's the only reason. It It's going to be so good when he goes there and does absolutely nothing because teams can quadruple cover him, and what do they call Zach Wilson? The Mormon Messiah or whatever? Can't get him. They do. Can't get him the ball, and it's it's gonna be so good. I can't wait. But yeah, I don't know either. You guys are you guys are absolutely right. So yeah, I have two I, quick things. Well, and then we the Packers are gonna go after yeah. Waller. Like, hey, that's gonna solve all their issues. Yeah. I have two quick things before we close this out. Have you guys seen this video of Jake Lehman uh, on Twitter? Yeah, zero what? minutes. I, yeah. Have you, Dad? I, I saw like a thing. I didn't really see what it was though. Jake Lehman coming out of the tunnel before the game, and fans like, "Yo, Jake, like." Good luck, man. How you minutes? How many minutes are you gonna play? Are you gonna get in? He just turns, looks at the guy, puts up a zero. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, he's I not forgot, wrong. I he's forgot he was wrong. even. I forgot he was even on the team. I think he forgets he's on the team sometime too. And by the way, before we close this out, I thought for sure I jinxed Joe Smith earlier. One, two, three oh. inning. Oh, Best reliever in baseball. Well, I, I mean, that might be a bit strong. And for the love of God, can we please put Jalen Noel in instead of McLaughlin? I'm so sick of McLaughlin. He had one I, good game, and that's all we're going to get. Once he, he had a good game. He played well yesterday, too. I hate to admit it. The ball move. Here's the only thing I'll say about it. The only compliment. Like three turnovers. I, here's the only compliment I'm going to give Jaden. I almost said Jaden McLaughlin. They got too many Jalen and Jadens and all that. Uh, and Jordans, and it's just confusing. Here's the only compliment I'm going to give McLaughlin. There's at least real offense when he's in the game. No, but the problem is, he made okay. He made an unreal pass to Ant for the corner three, and he can be in when there's those other guys and Cat, D'Lo, and Ant are in the game. But
But the problem is he is in the game with yes, Tarian right. Prince That's right. and all the other guys who cannot score. Yep. And so if we need a scoring point guard in the game in the name of Jalen Noel uh, to lead that to lead those five. Because no, McLaughlin is... in the game with those other guys who can score is fine. McLaughlin in the game with Tarian Prince, Nas Reed, McDaniels, and all those other guys who can't create their own shots means nothing. No, that's spot on. And, and he can knock down an open shot, and it'll be open if those other guys are on the court. It's not going to be open because the, when they don't have to worry about the other four guys in the court. No, I, I actually 100% agree. He's he's well, a, he is a backup. He's he's Tyus Jones, and those guys have a role. But they use Tyus Jones with quality offense around him. We do not use Mr. McLaughlin with quality offense around him, except when we did, it worked. Because when we had to, because of foul trouble and whatever. So I, I it's the only compliment I will ever pay Jordan McLaughlin because I'm with you. I think he sucks, but we need that guy just like a little bit better. No, yeah, he well, did make a really good pass, Dan. I'll give him that. And and the the ball just moves, even if he doesn't. Also, that it, it that play out of bounds play for and three was unreal. That's what I'm saying. If they just if they would li- I don't listen. Finch isn't Phil Jackson. I said it before. I'll say it again. You, he knows what he's doing. We're, we're too good for three quarters against these teams, except for the one blowout, for him to be bad. They just like stop. They just stop. They just stop. And and he can't control them when they're on the other end of the court because we're always. You're always scoring on the opposite end, you know, in the fourth quarter, which has always been weird to me. Can I quickly – can we unpack that shortly? Because we do have to close it up. Why in the NBA are teams scoring on the opposite side of their bench in the fourth quarter? I don't get that either. Also, why in the NBA do you lose your challenge after winning it? Yeah, I don't, I don't You should get another one at halftime. It makes no sense. What's the incentive of winning then, a challenge then besides getting the ball? I, I, the MB and now like they don't review the not that it matter but they don't review out of bounces automatically in the final two minutes like I don't they changed all those changed all those rules recently I don't really get them but they only review fouls in the final two minutes but not out of bounds because they thought it stopped the game too much I don't know it's so stupid but also way. I, the the media owes Cat a little bit of apology because Trey Waynes or I pulled the dad Trey Trey uh. <laughs> Young. Trey Young, whatever his name is, uh, John Morant, all those guys are playing. KD, Kyrie are playing way worse than Cat, and their yeah. legacies are tarnished. So Cat, playing game was bad, but in this series, he's really only had one bad game. And Ja has only played well, has only put up the numbers he has because of free throws. Of free throws. Yep. And he Desmond Bain's the greatest player in NBA history. I don't care what you say. Yeah, I mean, I, they just. They just refuse. Well, they they actually started guarding him, and then they started calling fouls on Ja, and then because they, they wouldn't have scored in the fourth quarter if they weren't calling fouls and they didn't get to shoot free throws. Because they actually were guarding Desmond Bain finally, and Ja still wasn't really finishing much. The, I, the the refereeing was just out of control that fourth quarter. You could like see it happening. You could see it happening, but whatever. Like that said, sometimes you gotta just realize that they shouldn't have sucked us in in the first place and at this point six games is more than a lot of people expected i don't care what those tnt guys says they never what are, what are carlos correa and byron boxing laughing on the bench they're combined 0 for 6 or 0 for 7 this game uh, they're winning five nothing well next week we might be talking about the greatest comeback in the history of the nba oh wait no that might be the sixers and doc rivers. yeah that's yeah i was gonna say next that. week we're gonna get into doc rivers being a complete failure next year and getting a free pass Yo, he's lost seven of eight elimination games i think he's won some yeah he's we don't have time we'll probably be talking about that we'll recap the vikings and see if this guy is any better than what we've had uh this new gm gm man um yeah don't even try his name well, I'm, not. I'm not. We'll have an update on Kirk Cousins and Connor's corner. Who knows? But speaking of which, stay tuned for the hottest radio show on the planet, and we'll be back next week, too. Bye-bye.